Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey y'all, I'm April. And I'm Caroline. And this is your bloody happy hour. Caroline, are you ready for this? This is your newest guilty pleasure. It's the bloodiest part of your week. Did we say something about it also being happy hour? Showed in. Because we about to be sipping on some murder. Bloody happy hour. Hey y'all, this is April. And this... It's Caroline, and that's my gin and juice. You like that? You drinking on some gin today? Well, you know, I was feeling some Snoop vibes. She thought about that all day. That was that's her her walkout music. I always need to have a walkout song <laughs> at all times. Music. At all times. Well, it's Thursday. It is, and I love Thursdays because I get to spend time with my favorite person, April. What? It must be opposite day. Oh my gosh. She's so unemotional. I actually hate you so Mm -hmm. much. Yeah, you're the worst. She's got some gin, and I was brown paper bagging it, but um, Mike called me real classy. Oh, yeah. So I took it out of the bag and I got me some mango Corona Refresca. Oh, I wish you would have kept it in your bag. I like the sound effects of the bag, but, know. you know, it's fine. It's I get all right. It. I get it. What do you have with your gin? They have new meat curtains in the office, so there's no... <laughs> I mean, curtains. <laughs> what do you have with your gin? Bubbly. Bublé. Oh, bublé? Is oh. that what you call it? No. How do you call it? I Maybe. don't know. It's bublé. B-U-B-L-Y. Okay. So, I feel like it's bubbly. And when you pour it in your cup, it bubbles. So... There's that. Hey, did we tell them the date of the live show? Oh. Or did we make them wait to the end of the episode, which they should because they need to listen to the whole thing? We did wait to make them wait. Good. Um, September 23rd. Oh, my gosh. It's, a it's great Friday. Day. Is it? Yeah. Screw Friday Night Football. Oh, yeah. Come Ooh. hang out with Caroline yeah. and April. Yeah. At Nexus Downtown. Oh, my gosh. Are we professional? Basically. Wow. I basically, love, basically. I love us. I love us. Um, so I have two new reviews to read. Now, you think we haven't read them, but I still think that we have. But we're going to read them. Yes. Because I am never, I shouldn't trust my memory. Yeah, I, absolutely. 100, 100, 100. So Morgan Nelson's 016 said, love this podcast and the host. 
I have to read the long one? Yes. You know I'm a bad reader. Okay. Val, Mississippi. Is that right? Val B. Mississippi. Boredom is the title. Don't worry. It's misleading. I just got all cut up and now I don't know what to do. You girls keep me laughing all day long. I normally listen to straight facts, true crime podcasts, but y'all's energy and witty comments keep me so entertained. Can't wait to hear part two of OJ tomorrow. You get all the stars. Yay. Love it. That's so great. Thanks, Mississippi Val. She's actually from Mississippi. And then thanks, Morgan. I don't know who you are. And you can go and you can leave your um, reviews because we need some August ones. And that's And we can read it out loud and you're so famous for a whole minute. You know what I used to... I hated popcorn reading when I was little. Like at school. Oh. Yeah, but... How did did they just randomly call? I don't remember yes. what that is. They were like, and the dog ran down the street, Caroline, and I'm like, <laughs> you had to process. I'm froze. It. Like, ah, ah. you're like, wait, like, what I'm subject about to be is this? Out the room, like, yeet me out of the classroom <laughs> right now. I'm gone. My goodness. Um, what do you do? You have anything really quick? Because this story, can I just say, cannibalism? Cannibalism. Did we go cannibalism. from decapitation to cannibalism? Yes. Who are we? I, I love it. I just love the bloodiness. I was like, this is bloody happy hour. It's got to be bloody. I was talking to somebody who I listened to on YouTube or watch. She does like a news show. Yeah. Quote unquote. Her name's Fair and Balanced, just in case you want to go listen to her or follow her. Fair and? F-A-R-A-N. Farron. Oh. Uh-huh. Balanced. Like balanced, yeah. Because she ha- likes to sh- have her news be fair and balanced, but oh. her name really is Farron. Nice. Okay, so go check her out on YouTube. Anyways, I mentioned her about the podcast, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, um, sip it!" Because I was like, "Uh, we're, I'm always sipping on some murder," and she's like, "Sipping on some murder? That's amazing! Oh my gosh, that's great!" So she loved it, and I'm pretty sure we got some new fans. Yay! Fair and it. balanced. We're not always very fair and balanced. I mean, we're not, but that's okay. At least some people are. So I need to tell y'all, I'm sure you heard the news, April. What? Kim and Pete. Yes. Have broken up. Yes. And you know what? He may not have Kim and he may be heartbroken, but you know what he does have? BDE. What is that? Big dick energy. Oh. How do you think I, he, something just came up that he's like seeing a trauma counselor. Yes, from, because Kanye, from Kanye. traumatized him. <laughs> because Kanye keeps saying he's like death to Pete. <laughs> I'm surprised Kanye hadn't been arrested. Well, Kanye's also a terrorist in trauma threat. counseling. So, you know, he's a different. He's seeing Kanye's counselor, actually. Let me tell you first. This is the story of a college cannibal. And I have to shout out to my brother-in-law, who sent me a TikTok about this case. Okay. Okay. Um, and then I got obsessed. And so I was like, I'm doing this story. So if I, I'm taking you to another state, can you guess the state that uh, this Wyoming. cannibalism probably happened? Isn't that where Jeffrey Dahmer was? Wyoming? No, he was in Wisconsin. Oh, sorry with the W. So I was real close. My earring is pressing into my skin. Guess the state. That's the only one. Wyoming? Done. Uh, Minnesota? Nope. It is Florida. 
Florida, oh, Florida. Did you see that Florida man yesterday? He was naked running in the streets and he was like, they're like this really built athletic man. He was literally <laughs> naked at a convenience store, r- r- like flailing around. And then he started doing push-ups in the middle of the street. And then he laid down on the hot asphalt pavement, arms out, splayed. Le- and he's on his stomach and his dingling is definitely getting fried and so, so he's had to have been on some kind of drugs, drugs. To not feel that. well that actually is gonna tie into this oh, story one other Did thing they find out that he was on drugs no i just saw a clip of it okay Anne hache do you know who Anne hache is yeah you do <clears throat> did you hear about all that no she like sped sped like 90 miles oh, an hour through that, that uh thing and ran right into the drove into a house yeah they just found that she's in a coma now i think <gasps> induced coma i think they put her in the coma because she was burned as they're putting her in the ambulance she popped up like a zombie uh-uh. oh yeah she was she on some popped shit too. up but this she, wasn't her first time doing shit like this right i have no idea but i know they they just said like 30 minutes ago that she had cocaine and fentanyl in her system damn so that cocaine was most likely laced with fentanyl and she probably went crazy didn't know she what probably she chose to do fentanyl <laughs> actually okay yeah so drugs is going to be a conversation of this right okay now. we're florida, florida we're in man. florida yes, um and then cannibal so taking you to florida shout out to one of our listeners mm. who's from florida because this happens in palm beach county and a town named jupiter and i'm taking you to august 15th 2016 I feel like that's so, for, like, there's a lot of things that are Palm Beach County and Jupiter. What else happened in Jupiter? I don't know. Keep going. So, Sally, shout out. Sally, I may be sending you on a tour because she is literally, like, down the road from where this is happening. Don't Google. I need to tell you the I'm story. I'm not Googling. I'm not Googling. Okay. So, let me tell you about a kid named Austin Harris. Okay. okay. So, he was a normal teenager. He had a normal childhood. And like when I looked, there was nothing that really came out of his childhood that would scream trauma besides divorce. His parents divorced before he was a teenager, but that's it. His mom was Mina. His dad was Wade. Um, and he did the back and forth every other weekend thing, him and his sister. Mm-hmm. They co-parented well. He went to high school and Suncoast High School where he played football for four years. He was on the wrestling team for four years and he played O-line and D-line. So it was good because he played on both sides of the ball. He never came off the field. He was a big guy. He was like 6'3", but he wasn't like built like a lineman. He was like 260 where you need to be you know, a little bit heavier than that. So he wasn't big enough to go play anywhere. It was my purpose to saying that. Mm -hmm. But he graduated in 2015 and he went to Florida State University on an academic scholarship because he was a smart kid. So he sounds like an all around kid, right? Mm -hmm. You probably would have dated him. Oh, yeah. Um, He's taking classes at Florida State University. What's their mascot? Not the Gators. What are who are they? The Seminoles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're the I Seminoles. Know, I don't know what a Seminole is, but um, it sounds. Ooh, right. and they didn't have to change it. It's an Indian. Oh, Florida State Seminoles. Okay, and took classes, and his grades were great. Seminoles. He made the dean's list. He majored in biology, and he joined a frat, uh, and he 
started partying because that's what you do at college, right? Yeah. And because he partied, his grades slipped just a little bit, but like not anything major. So he started off as a biology major and then mid-year he changed it to like nutrition and ex-phys or something like that. So it's common to change your major. Um, he'd got a girlfriend. It was hanging out with his girlfriend. Like he was just living his best freshman year life and Florida State, which was about four hours from where he was from. So he's bodybuilding, like working out real hard. He's eating healthy. And he made himself a YouTube channel called Osti Frosty. Oh, okay. <laughs> and so on this YouTube channel, he would tell people like, don't do steroids, um, don't do drugs, do it the right way, eat lean, do all these things, right? Um, so... First year was over with, and he was coming home to Jupiter for the summer. So now we're summer of 2016. <clears throat> his dad was a dentist, I believe, and so he was working at his dad's dentist practice. And soon after he got home, um, his friends and his family like noticed that he's just a little different. He's not the Austin that was there before like when he was in high school he was a little bit different so first he dropped bodybuilding that he'd been working on all semester and he was like I want to be a rapper instead so his YouTube channel turned into Rap. him rapping and so he was wearing like gold chains. He was like hitting these lyrics and he was just working really, really hard, staying up all night, like because he wanted to become a professional white boy Eminem rapper. Wow. Okay. Okay. Why does this sounds familiar. I feel like I've heard it, but I don't, I can't. Okay. And he, his sleeping patterns off, like he's almost like an insomniac. So he would go days without sleeping and then when he would sleep, he'd wake up like in night terrors, like screaming, screaming. And he's like a 19 year old kid. So how much cocaine was he doing? No, okay. no cocaine at this time. Allegedly. Allegedly. So it turns out that he later said that he hypnotized himself he was googling how do you self-hypnotize and he think he hypnotized himself and that's why he couldn't go to sleep oh, okay okay mm -hmm. um and then he didn't want to be a rapper anymore because oh. he really didn't even listen to rap music he wanted to become a civil rights leader okay so he wants to basically be jesse jackson so he was like passionate about that like he was passionate about being a bodybuilder then a rapper now jesse jackson and he was all about black lives matter he was talking to his friends and family about it and he was just overly about it like extra like annoying is what they said and then they were like are you really passionate about it because this just started three days ago literally <clears throat> so his character, his personality even shifted any, even more because he used to be like this fun social frat boy. Like you, I mean, he's in a fraternity at Florida State. Like you'd be a fun person to hang out and party with, right? <laughs> but and then now, he started doing this YouTube channel and he just was like. And so when you find this YouTube channel, it's still out there. You can find this YouTube channel and like one day he's like bodybuilding, don't do steroids be healthy, whatever. And then the next day he's like eating a Whopper burger. And then the next day he's like a rapper. 
And then like, and it's then he's like consistent. a civil rights leader. Yeah. So it's not how you grow your channel. <laughs> it's not how you grow your channel. So now his personality was very serious. And so he wasn't that frat boy college kid that everybody knew before. Ooh. He was studying things like Illuminati. Oh, yeah. Abraham Lincoln, Gandhi, philosophy, religion. He was like doing these random fasts and just things that were not the Austin Harris that people knew one year before. He's like an extremist. He just goes from one extreme. Yeah, I'm just playing. So tell me what you're thinking right now about Austin. I think he is, uh, can't make up his mind. He's extreme. (laughs) He's extreme right now. Okay, so... Philosophy, religion, fasting. Now he thinks he has superpowers. And he says he can manipulate water. So he would wash his hands in water, but the water would roll over his hands. So he was like, am I like Jesus? He's a prophet. Am I like Jesus? Can I manipulate water? And... He believed that he could decipher good from evil, that with the touch of his finger, he could bless water and make it become holy. And he was believing he was Jesus-like so much to the fact that he would walk really slowly and he'd have his hands out like some of the Jesus pictures you would see. And um, he started seeing dark shadows. And believes the devil was after him because he was in a Christ-like state. So he started freaking out his family because he would wake. His sister said that he she would wake up in the middle of the night and he'd have like a bat or a stick or a knife saying, I'm going to protect you. I'm going to protect you. Then he'd sleep on her floor protecting her from the evil oh, no. demons. Did he play the Ouija board at some point? <laughs> I feel like that's what happened. Good. He let the demons into his Did, life. So maybe it's like a possession? Cle- yes. Clearly a possession. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm going with. I feel yeah, I like. I think you're going to go to the like three, like you're going to yeah. be like, oh, well, maybe it's this. Oh, well, maybe it's this. That's what the people of America are doing right now, too, with this case. Okay, so dark shadows, evil devil coming after him. Um, he would only wear. This is all like this is all happening like in a couple weeks. Okay. This isn't like months and months. This is like a couple weeks worth of stuff. So he would only wear light colored clothing because anything dark would bring about evil. So he didn't wear anything black, navy blue, brown, deep purple, nothing like that. He would only wear light colored clothing. And then he started collecting people's business cards. Ask me why. Why? Wait, okay, so he did, is he still at college right now? No, he came home. He came home. He came home, he's back in Jupiter, and he is working at his dad's dental office, and he's just at home, there's no classes, it's just summertime. Okay, okay. It's summertime. So within two weeks, he starts doing this, or he's continuing his YouTube, and that's when he goes from, he's he's doing bodybuilder, he's doing profit stuff, he's doing eating the Whopper all of that is happening in it's just in the span of two weeks. So. Well, oh. okay. So, yeah, so he was there for the summer and he was different when he came back. But this weird shifty stuff um 
started about July-ish of 2016. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the D-Day is happening in August. So we're close. We're close. Like it's leading up to the cannibalism day. Oh, so we're in July right now. Yeah. And so I'm just kind of tell you some of the characteristics okay. so that maybe D-Day, dead day will make sense to you when I get there. So he was collecting people's business cards because he wanted to protect them from evil. So he thought if he had their business cards and he just touched them with his hand, it would protect them from evil. So he had like all these business cards, like had them and he was just touching them and he was protecting them. But then the next morning he got up, he was like, oh, these business cards are evil. Let me tear these up and throw these away. So that didn't even last long. Possession? Is that still where you're at? He's possessed? I think he's on some drugs, obviously, but... Um, drugs? Possession? Um, I mean, he's got to be watching something or listening to something to get him to do this, because how do you just... Where is this collecting business cards? This reminds me of some story. I don't know. Maybe it's a story. Business cards threw them out and now little bitty things that are totally explainable to us he's seeing differently have different meanings to him for example he likes to go on walks so he was walking in the middle of the road and a car veered around him to avoid him right Mm -hmm. he's a pedestrian in his mind he had a force field around him that protected him from the car so then he thought he was untouchable because he had that force field around him so then he would be seen walking randomly in the middle of the road right Mm -hmm. and then one evening he was walking by and the sun was going down and the street light came on just as he was walking by he thought he had powers to turn on it's motion censored bruh (laughs) Or it's light censored, like it was getting dark. So as soon as it gets or time censored, it wasn't his electricity. April, it was his electricity. I guess he so. has all the powers. He has it all. So now we're on August 14th and he goes to a gun show, a knife show with his dad. He buys a knife for protection. It's this big ass like. Are they not freaking out thinking he's so weird? It's it's so weird that um, you can go on and listen to interviews. Now, a lot of this stuff is like ha- that he's saying after the fact and like his best friend and his sister saying after the fact. So parents are seeing some of it, but not like not and, everything. And it's Austin. I'm just, I'm just putting it in my notes. Haruff. H-A-R-R-O-U-F-F. H-A-R-R-O-U-F-F. Yeah. And so y'all can, y'all, there's so many um, interviews with the parents, with Austin, I'm going to look at his dad. YouTube channel later. Not now. His YouTube channel's still up. So he bought a knife for protection. A little bit after that, they went and ate dinner like at his grandma's house. He's with his dad and his dad's girlfriend and his sister. And he was now just overly loving. He was like grateful for rice. He was grateful for love. It was grateful for um, the fact that his grandma was cooking. It was just and he was just preaching to them saying, love everybody. I love you. 
love everybody. Like, it was just not him. It's not how O-linemen, D-linemen would act. It's not how a bodybuilder would act. It's not how Austin would act. And so now they're kind of raising their eyebrow a little bit more, and they're just like, I don't know what's wrong. So mom's kind of talking to dad. Dad's talking to mom. They're trying to communicate a little bit more because something is weird. So it's August 15th, and he gets up, and by this time, he's already said that he's half man, half dog. And he feels an extra connection to dogs before he didn't even give a shit about dogs. And he um, puts on his Michael Vick jersey, which because Michael Vick is so good to dogs. To dogs. He puts on his dark aviator glasses because that protects him from evil. And he looks in the mirror and there's hair growing into on his face. And he thinks that his conversion to becoming a dog is getting closer because he's growing hair on his face. He's He's Teen teen Wolf. wolf. Yep. He goes to the beach. So he's out, you know, he puts on his glasses to protect him from evil. And he's growing hair on his face. And he runs into the, he takes off running. He wasn't ever a runner. He would walk a little bit. And he's running in the middle of the road because he wants to see that his force field is going to protect him from getting run over. Um, And then he goes to his dad's house. Mm -hmm. And his girlfriend, dad's girlfriend, notices that he's acting really weird and saying weird things. So she's just like keeping him busy to keep him around. She didn't want him to leave. And she calls the dad and she's like, you need to come here. And something's wrong. So she's like, Austin, take out the trash. Austin, here, get this under the bed. Get this on top. She's giving him like busy jobs so that he does so that he doesn't leave. When dad comes, um, he starts talking his weird stuff about Jesus and becoming a dog and doing all this stuff. So the dad is like, here, take the Xanax. You just need to lay down like you need to relax. Something's wrong. Take the Xanax and he refused. He said, drugs are bad. They're the devil. And he ran out of the house and he was jumping on the hood of his dad's truck. And he was just kind of acting like manic a little bit. And then jumped off the car and took off running again. Like Usain Bolt running, like not just like jogging. He's like sprinting full Super dead sprint. Yeah. Like the flash. And so dad's like, well, I got to uh, go back to work. Is that Ezra Miller? The Flash? The Flash. Mm. You must not know about Ezra. I don't know Ezra, but I watched The Flash growing up. The original Flash. Oh, oh there was. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh-huh. <clears throat> and the 90s. So dad went back to work. Sister called brother. And sister's like, I want to go to the beach. Can we, can you pick me up and go to the beach? So sister in Austin are at the beach and sister says that Austin um, is on all fours now at the beach and he's like barking and he's hopping around like he's a dog and people are looking at him real weird and um, and they run into some of his frat boyfriends and they're like partying on the beach so now they're at a frat party it's weird timelines but it's just like things that he's done that he did the day of the murder so now he's at these frat with his frat boys and they're drinking and they try to give him a drink and he slaps it out of their hands 
And he says, I do not drink alcohol. If I drink it, I absorb it. And so he just poured it on his hands and he said he was going to absorb it with his flesh. Um, and he's at this party on all fours, barking like a dog, saying that he's a dog. And sister's now freaked out. She's calling her dad and she says, you need to come get us come get Austin something's wrong and so transitioning into a werewolf into a werewolf um he's growing hair (laughs) anyways dad is like finally gets off work and she he comes to pick them up and and is he growing hair abnormally no okay okay no no it's just things that he was seeing that he was thinking in his head like his head had him believe in all these things this is i know i know this story i just gotta okay go ahead so dad picks him up and instead of austin getting in the truck he hops on the back because he's a dog and so he's like riding in the back of the truck does he have his mouth like like his car probably like panting yeah yeah. on all fours yeah does he lift his leg up to pee and stuff for sure. For sure. For sure. Scratching. Yeah. So Scratching. what is so weird is like they go for a walk. They're like, Austin, you like walks. Let's go on a nature walk all together as a family. Oh, they had to put a collar and a leash. <laughs> He's walking normal this time. Mm. So it's dad, sister. Austin. Yeah, I need you to commit. <laughs> commit to the whole story. <laughs> Come on now. If you're going to do it, do it all the time. All the way. Keep all it the way. Come on. Um. So they're on a walk, on a nature walk, and they see these random, which I think this is even weird, turtle shells with no turtles in them. They're just like empty shells. There's two. And Austin pulls out his knife and he like is telling everybody to stand back, be careful, be aware. There's evil around. And his parents are like, his dad is like, what the what the fuck are you talking about? Where's my son? I don't understand what's going on. Where are your friends? How come you don't have any friends? And Austin does what he does. And he took off in a full sprint again. And where they're at, I guess you can just see straight ahead for a long time. She, he had to call his girlfriend to come and pick him up. Is he drinking bleach? I don't know, but that's going to come up. Does bleach make you take off in full sprints? I don't know, but I'm telling you, I've heard this story (laughs) and I'm getting these little tiny memories. So I'm like, there's something about bleach and drinking weird things that come up, I think. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. (gasps) You're on it. You've heard it. Maybe a long time ago you heard it. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Or you watched the TikTok when you took your Ambien, so you only have very limited memory. I do have one podcast that I listen to, like, kind of while I sleep, so then... You hear some of it. I hear, yeah. But um, so his dad later says that he was three miles down the road, and the um, that he was just running full sprint. Girlfriend had to go and pick him up and picked them Excuse up. Me. He had a girlfriend. No, dad's girlfriend. <gasps> oh, okay. sorry, dad's okay. girlfriend okay. had to Thanks. come and pick them up. So now they're at the. <sighs> they go eat dinner. Like all this weird stuff is happening and they're just, they're just like 
keeping up with the normal routine. I don't know. I don't know what I would have done. I would have been like, say, man, you don't ruin my summer. So maybe they're like, don't ruin my summer. Okay, so he shake out of off. it. Sprint it off. He was running. Did he go, run three miles? They found. So dad called his girlfriend. And he was like, Austin took off again. Can you come and get us? Here's where we are. Austin took off in front of us down this road. So when she goes, she gets Austin and he's she's he's three miles away from them and he's running in a full sprint. And it only been like 15 minutes or like 20 keep, minutes. He's literally keeping that pace. This yes. Time. Yes. Yeah. And he's a lineman. They don't match. <laughs> that don't match. Linemen are not like sprinters or distance runners. Okay. So, um, or he's a former lineman. So they go home and they get their shit together and they're like, it's dinner time. Let's go eat dinner. So they're eating dinner at a restaurant called Duffy's. Okay. okay. And Austin asks for some tea and the waitress brings him some tea and he drinks the tea and he asks to be excused. So he gets up because he, he needs to go the to the restaurant. bathroom and he leaves the restaurant and they're like, and it's on camera. Yeah. They see him walking out on camera and, or later on they, they see him walking out. So anyways, he ends up at his mom's house. Okay. He's knocks on his mom's doors. Mom lets him in and his shirt is off. He's shirtless. He had took off his shirt. His mom lived two miles down the road. And so he ran, ran walked. Yeah. To his mom's house shirtless. He walked in and she was cooking and she says, are you hungry? And he says, yes. <laughs> oh, no. She turns around to the refrigerator to get something out. And when she turns back around, he has a bottle of Wesson oil, like vegetable oil in his hand. And he's about to down it like it's vodka or water or Gatorade. Like he's about to down it. And she says, Austin, what are you doing? Put that shit down. You don't drink that. And so she took it away from him. And she's going to fix him some food. But her phone rang because dad's looking for Austin. He's like, is Austin with you? Oh so my she gosh. answers the phone. And by the time she turns back around, he had got a bowl and poured that vegetable oil in a bowl, sprinkled a bunch of mozzarella cheese on top, mixed it up and was <laughs> eating it with. That's what I'm spoon. having for dinner tonight. <laughs> canola or vegetable oil and a mozzarella cheese i can't he's probably not even italian what (laughs) wait i just what okay let's hypothesize what do you have to be on in order to do that it has to be some kind of meth he has to be taking he has to be on meth when you're what makes your brain go crazy like that to where you don't know but what makes you well it might have to be meth this is where i'm talking out my thoughts yeah because it has to be meth i'm changing my hypothesis to meth to meth okay Okay. um because that makes you fat like speed it's like speed right yeah so then maybe he's on speed and he's not sleeping he's not sleeping and he's like he probably starts and he's seeing that hallucinating. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when I was listening to this, I was like, okay, he's a college age kid 
and he was very extreme and then he was very emotional and then he was Jesus-like. He's seeing things that ain't there. I was like, he's schizophrenic. I wonder if schizophrenia runs in his family because that's usually about when it But that's behavior, right? Like, how would that make you, like, stay awake and run so fast? Like, those behaviors. Yeah, well, what do you mean? Going schizophrenia? Yeah, like, why would he just Have you seen Split? Yes, but he's not... Oh. (laughs) Remember, he was... One of his personalities was a dog? Yeah. And he would have to live through these personalities, and he was just up, and he'd never sleep. Um, Oh, my God. So that's, right. that's where I was when I was thinking. I was yeah. like, if it's not drugs, I'm drugs, drugs has to be in here somewhere. So yeah. that's where I was at this time when I was listening to this. So he's eating freaking oil and mozzarella cheese. Mm-hmm. And um, dad's on the phone and he's like, his food is here. If he's hungry, he needs to come and eat this food and not oil and mozzarella cheese. So his mom is like, Austin, if you're still hungry, your food is ready. Do you want to go? So. And Austin's like, yeah. So obviously he gets a shirt and he goes back to the restaurant. And now dad's pissed because what we know now is this is the second time Austin has gotten up and left in the middle of a meal at a restaurant like that. Second time he's left his dad. So he's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like to the point to where he grabbed his collar of his shirt. What is wrong with you? Like, I don't understand. Tell me what's going on. And Austin didn't say anything, but he raised his hand up like he was going to punch his dad, but didn't. And then he took off again. And this time he didn't go to his mom's and they have no idea where he is. Break, break, break. Now, a word from our sponsors. Hi, this is Sarah. And I'm Carter. And this is Some of Our Thoughts. We're two Southern sommeliers, and we want to share everything we love and know about wine. We started hanging out during quarantine and cooking and drinking and listening to music and we just thought this would be a great way to bring everything we know to you guys we will make wine knowledge and food pairings easy and approachable so put on your favorite vinyl grab your favorite glass of wine tune into our show and let's have some fun wine Wine and vinyl vinyl. (laughs) so check us out on roguemedianetwork.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast we'll be talking about a lot. <laughs> 911, what's your emergency? Do you hear that? It's coming from the house. It's coming from inside the house? Uh, do you mean, could it be? The Poltergeist House. New from Rogue Media, two haunted hotties talking about haunted places. Every episode, we dive deep into the darkest places and give you a bit of history. We're getting spooky in all the right places. You've gobbled your last ghoul. Follow along for the craziest and spookiest stories with Debbie's Dark Tourism.
The Stanley Hotel, Winchester House, The Alamo, Hotel Monte Vista, and more spooky places. Find us at the underscore Poltergals. P-O-L-T-E-R-G-A-L-S. Look over your shoulder. It's us, the Poltergals. Wherever you consume the podcast, you can find us there. One Star Rewind, a new podcast about those dreaded one-star reviews that every business owner hates to receive, but yet every customer loves to read. During this podcast, we will peel back that one-star review to better understand how it happened, when it happened, and what the business owner is doing after receiving that one-star review. This podcast will be about love, hate, and laughter. On One Star Rewind, we will meet with real business owners will tell their stories and how they do rely on reviews for their business. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or download us at roguemedianetwork.com. Please subscribe, but only rate and review for not a one-star review. Join us each time for a new review and a new story. So he took off, right? Yes. And now they can't find him. He called. He didn't go to his mom. So dad's calling mom. Mom has no idea. So they're all looking for him, like in their area of where they live, around the restaurant, around where the dad lives, around where the mom lives. They drove around. Mom was so scared that she called 911. I'm not going to play this 911 call. Y'all can go find it. It's a little longer. Um, but you can tell, like, she doesn't know what to do. She's basically like, my son's been acting weird. He's saying he has superpowers. Maybe, I think there may he may be having, like, some type of mental breakdown. Um, and, but the police were like, well, he's 19 and it hasn't been 24 hours. And she was like, I just, he's just missing. I don't know where he is and I'm worried. And like that, there's not really much that they can do. So she searched and she searched and she searched. And by midnight, like she couldn't, she didn't find him. So she came home and she was like, I'm just going to get some sleep, try to go to bed. I'll have my phone on in case he calls. Well, dad and girlfriend are also out searching and they keep searching for a little bit longer. And I guess they eventually go to bed too. Well, the phone ring. No, somebody knocks at the door at 2.30 a.m. in the morning. And it's the Jupiter police. And they tell her that her son, Austin, was involved in a crime and was arrested and is now at the hospital. So it turns out while they were looking for Austin, Austin was on the next street over from his dad's house, a street called Kokomo Drive. Woo. And there's two versions of the story. There's mm-hmm. Austin's version, and then there's 
you know, the version of what we know. So Austin later says that um, he felt real powerful when he left the restaurant and immortal. So he went chasing stars in the sky and um, a car with bright lights came after him and he used his force field to keep the car from running over him. You go, Austin. And... um, when he was walking that he saw a white face talking to him saying Austin Austin and then he got scared and when he got scared he ran up a couple blocks and he saw a white light coming from somebody's house and it was a garage light and he went into that garage and he says he remembers grabbing like a machete or something like that. And he asked this woman for help and she was yelling at him. So he stabbed her. He says he remembers taking, um, drinking some alcohol, a bunch of alcohol. And then a man came and he tried to get help from the man, but he ended up stabbing the man. He says he remembers biting somebody and he remembers saving a dog and then when he woke up, he was in the hospital. That's Austin's account. Okay. But what actually happened is Michelle and John Stevens were husband and wife, were sitting in their garage like they do in the evenings. They converted their garage to like this badass hangouts. There was pool tables, there was lights, music, bars, bar for everything. And they actually called it the garage mahal. And so the only rule was if the garage doors open, anybody can come and hang out with them. And so that's what they're doing like they do every evening. They were sitting in their garage mahal hanging out, right? Well, Austin entered the garage with his underwear and his shirt only about 9.15 p.m. that night. So he left the restaurant about 8.30 and ended up here about 9.15. With no pants. With no pants on. Michelle yells at him and he starts to stab her with his knife. And then he's beating her with like random things in the garage. And... Then the husband comes after him and he stabs him and he's beating them both over the head with like random things in the garage. So a neighbor across the street hears yelling and commotion. This guy's name is Jeff Fisher. And Jeff was like, what is that noise? It sounds like it's coming from the garage. He runs over there across the street and he sees Austin attacking Steven, he's on top of him and he's stabbing him and he Michelle was like on the ground bloody and she wasn't moving. So he tried to be a hero and he tried to knock Austin off of Mr. Stevens. Yeah, John. Um, But Austin was stronger and he looked at he looked at. John Fisher and he says you don't want any part of this you don't want any of me and so the Fisher the neighbor realized that he couldn't that he needed help so he runs back to his house and he calls 911 and we'll play this call really quick right now yes 
Um, I think he had a knife, but I'm not positive. Okay, can you tell if she's injured or he's injured? Say again? Are, are either of them injured? Can you tell from where you are? Yes, there's a girl laying on the ground. He beat her up. I ran over there. I'm bleeding profusely here at the moment. Okay. I don't know what happened. All right, can you tell if she's conscious or is she unconscious? Say again? Okay, so he had actually, he had no idea. You know, sometimes your adrenaline's yeah, you're going. you're just in shock and you can't feel anything. He was actually stabbed three times and it happened so quick. All he tried to do is push Austin off and Austin somehow got three stab wounds in there. So police get there and when they pull up, they see Austin in the driveway on top of um, the name Mr. Stevens. Mm-hmm. And he's like bear hugging him, almost like a wrestling move. He's growling and he is biting and ripping off flesh from John's face and stomach. He was like literally eating him. As the police get closer, the growls, like a dog, when you mm-hmm. try to take his bone or mm-hmm. get near his food, the growls got worse and louder and meaner and um, just like a dog would. So one of the officers tried to grab him and pull him off. And it did Austin not overtook was, the officer. was too strong, like didn't phase him. Yeah. So then they taste him, did not didn't phase, phase him. him. Um, and then they suck sicked the damn canine dogs you know those German shepherds got big ass mouths yes. locked on Did him. The, so, the, so the dog is latched onto his leg yes and the kid Austin has is like Mm-mm. something's touching me yeah nothing's touching me Not, I don't feel anything he didn't budge 
And like they're like trained to lock their jaws and not let go. Yeah. So they kicked him in the head. They kicked him in the stomach. They like tried. They like Rodney King disaster. And nothing. Nothing. And it took four officers, another taser, and that dog to finally get Austin to like stop and mm-hmm. get off of this man. Over ten minutes. They couldn't they couldn't contain him. Mm-mm. But then I was it like, was like he had a superpower. It was. Yeah. He was right. Yeah. He had damn superpowers. He gnawed on this man for 10 minutes. That's when they finally like subdued him, he had a piece of the man's lips. And he had and no idea. He had no idea. Mouth. He had no idea. Right. Austin. Yeah. Well, he did because he. Um, so he, he finally let go. That he was doing that. When he when later, he was lucid he later, it. yeah, 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 he didn't remember any of that. So crazy. <clears throat> so when Austin finally let go, he yelled out, "Just shoot me! Just kill me! Just kill me!" He was begging them to kill him. Yeah, Michelle was dead. She was beaten to death. She wasn't eaten on. Oh my gosh! Um, I can't wait to figure out what it was on. Blunt force trauma, and John had died from stab wounds, but he was not dead even when austin stopped like he had died a little bit after that but he was still alive through that whole attack and then the family dog was found randomly in the truck in the driveway so remember he said he remembers saving a dog in his recollection and he had this connection with the dogs so for some reason part of his brain told him save the dog and so he went and put it in the truck but somebody else can take that as the dog would attack him. So maybe he like removed the dog from the situation so that he wouldn't get attacked by the dog. I don't know. It's so weird. Oh my gosh. Um, they handcuffed Austin <clears throat> and they put him into the ambulance because there's blood everywhere. The man said he had on shorts and a shirt, but he did not Just have on shorts. Shirt. Yeah. Well, he's also <clears throat> they had found his shorts head. like down the road. Yeah. Um, and he was so bloody, so they didn't know if he was injured. They handcuff him, and as they were handcuffing him, he was still growling like a dog. They put him into the ambulance, and he calmed down a little bit, and he told the EMTs that he ate something bad. (gasps) So when they asked him what it was, he said, humans. So he knew. What? Yeah. Humans was his response. This so they, was, they asked him in the ambulance? Huh? In the ambulance? And the, the EMTs okay. asked him, yeah. So they took him to the hospital and he was sick. Like, sick, sick. For some reason, his throat and his esophagus was burned. Like, acid had been down oh, his because throat. because he drank the shit in the garage, didn't he? That he said was alcohol in his account. He said, I drank some alcohol, I saved the dog, and I saved the woman. what, like, lighter fluid or some shit? His organs were failing, and he went into a coma. <gasps> he was in a coma at the hospital. Oh, I do. I, I vaguely remember. Yes. Uh, when did I hear this episode? Okay, go ahead. Um, so where are you at now? What do you think? What do you think? What are you thinking? I, I can't. Re- I know I've, I have literally heard this episode. Mm-hmm. 
but I can't remember what the final outcome was as far as what he did. But he, he I, I don't what know. What are you thinking? Is it drugs? Is it mental? Is it possession? Are you still with drugs? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, everybody in Florida... I mean, this is national news. Yeah, yeah, And just a couple years before this was the bath salt guy. Remember that when that happened? There was a guy in Florida. He was basically like on a little overpass. Oh, forgot about bath salts. On the overpass. And he was eating. He was bucking naked and he was eating the face of another homeless man. It's on video. You can go find it. This too happened in Florida. And they figured out he was on bath salts. Okay. (laughs) What are you trying to find? I just need to know. I'm trying. I know. I know. But I'm trying to figure out. It's got to be something like acid or LSD or something. Okay. So people, so the cops, the ambulance, they were like, he's got to be on bath salts or flocka. Oh, what's flocka? I had no idea what flocka is, but if you later, not now, go in YouTube, people on flocka, F L A K K A, I think is what it is. It is weird shit, like um, super powerful bodies are like contouring they had there's a a guy that um jumped from a balcony broke both legs and took off running they had cops shoot a man in both legs and he still took off running like the strength and the power that they get when they're on these drugs like the adrenaline rush but it too causes organ failure and usually death so People are like, he's on something. Basalts, flocka, shrooms, something. And they're going to find out. Like, they're going to do a yeah. talk screen. So, in between that time, they're interviewing parents. And parents were like, yeah, he smoked weed. He's a college student. Yeah. Um, from what he told us is that he had stopped smoking weed, like, when he, like, about June. This is August, about June uh, or July. Um he told him he did shrooms before, but he didn't like, he wouldn't even take a Xanax. He wouldn't take steroids. Like he didn't really like drugs. So he wasn't like a continual, like he didn't abuse yeah. drugs. Yeah. This is what the parents said. Um, and when the trace, when the talk screen came back, it showed a little bit of alcohol, trace amounts of THC. And that is it. No other drug. No bath salts, no flocka, no LSD, no acid, no cocaine, no meth, no nothing. A little bit of THC, which they're thinking because he had smoked a bunch earlier in the summer and stopped that it was just still How in the system. How long does it trace back when you do a... I thought it was three months. I have no idea. They should I have pulled his months, hair out. I don't know. Doesn't, it, doesn't your hair follicle... I'm sure they did it all because they need all this stuff for a case, but... but I mean, maybe not. People are not always as thorough as we think that they are. Um, but they didn't. Okay, so no alcohol, no alcohol, no major drugs. People were baffled, including one of my favorite people, Dr. Phil. And so 
Dr. Phil's ass, nosy, DTF, he called up the mom and he was like, hey, I'm going to send you a phone sneaking in because Austin's in the hospital and he had been in a coma and he woke up. He says, sneak this phone into Austin and I'm going to interview him. I think people need to hear his side of the story because Dr. Phil thinks it's mental, like some, he's dealing mm-hmm. with like a mental breakdown. So I'll show you a little bit of this interview. I'll play a little bit of this interview um, and I want you to tell me what you think afterwards. But the full interview is on YouTube if y'all want to go listen to that later. Yeah. All four of it, all the whole thing? I think so. Flocka, that you had somehow taken Flocka. Do you know what Flocka is? I don't know. My dad told me it was a crystal or something. Have you ever taken Flocka? No. You didn't take it the day of the incident? No. Have you ever seen a friend take it, or has there been around any parties or anywhere? anybody could have slipped that drug into your food he's so cute into something i know or poisoned you with it contaminated you with it that day i drank uh some tea at duffy's so i don't i don't think they would poison me or anybody would poison me so when this tox screen comes back they're not going to find those substances in your tox screen correct no no You've heard of bath salts, right? Have you ever taken anything like that? No. So there's never seen it. Have any of your friends ever taken it? No. There's just no way that has anything to do with this incident or what took place. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you remember waking up that morning, going on the nature walk with your dad and your sister? Yeah, I remember that. And how did you feel on that nature walk? Paranoid. You felt paranoid? Yeah. I saw turtle shells. I was scared because my dad was slow. And I thought he was in danger. Does that make sense to you now still? No. Austin, um, can I go back before this incident a little bit? Because I have a theory about what's happened here and you have a best friend uh that you spent quite a bit of time with and that the two of you had kind of quit hanging out together you had started acting quite unusual for a period of time before that do you recall that you and your friend had kind of quit hanging out together and and working out together yeah uh why why is that i started being super serious talking like an extremist talking religion and stuff like that and uh i think he got scared wouldn't return my phone calls do you know why you started to think that way and and talk that way and behave that way i don't know why it just just happened i was looking into the illuminati and weird things just being a leader and stuff like that i don't know were you aware that you had made a shift in your thinking that was making people uncomfortable? Um, not really. 
I wasn't aware that I was pushing people away. And I, I didn't know it was affecting my relationships with my friend. And when you were making these videos that you were putting up on YouTube, you were doing voices and stuff, just acting silly, because, you know, yeah. like you, people do on YouTube. I'm going to talk to you about why I don't do steroids. The, the content that you were putting up there about not doing steroids and that sort of thing, did you ever do steroids? Never. Never, ever did steroids. Never, never tried it once, never. Did you feel that you were particularly strong or powerful or invulnerable to being injured? I remember jumping on my friends in my dad's car and behaving like Wow. So I know that was long. Um, it's actually, Dr. F you can go watch the whole thing, but um, he actually breaks down at the end because he he's so sorry and he don't understand kind of like what happened, why it happened. He's scared. And it seems to me like genuine remorse. Yeah. His drug history came out and he was very open with it. Like he didn't try to lie about anything. He said that there was a time when he did smoke weed every day um, while he was in college. He experimented with Adderall and Vyvanse to help him study. Total normal college students, you know, very common. Yeah. Um, he drank a couple times a week. But when he drank, he would have blackouts every time. And even like people said that like he didn't drink very much, but it w it affected him differently. Mm -hmm. And he would have blackouts, which when you have a chemical imbalance, things like that does affect you differently. So he also confessed to trying mushrooms, mm -hmm. LSD, acid and coke while he was at in college, like his first year of college. But the weeks leading up to the murder, most of the summer, he didn't do any drugs. Uh, at the beginning of the summer, he did do some oh, yeah, the weed. Pictures. Weed. He did do some weed. So now what are you thinking? Still mental. It's just, I was, that made me solidify that like, okay, he's having a break. Mental that's illness. Long, that's a long, but I don't, I don't know. Cause it's, I was really hoping it was going to be. Um, bath salts. Bath salts or acid or LSD or meth. Oh. I'm kind of well, upset about it. Yeah. Because now if it's just mental health. You gotta feel sorry for him. Then yeah. Like you can't help it. But like how it, how did it, how did it not happen in the beginning? Like do you develop a mental health disorder? You yeah, don't, so schizophrenia, no, schizophrenia, there's like an onset and it happens during a time of your life. So it's usually like this college to young adult age. Um, but what I was thinking is that these drugs, like it was probably lying there dormant, right? These drugs, I think is what brought it but out. What, what drugs? You know what is actually can bring it out the most is marijuana that if you have a just 
If it's in your family and it's lying there dormant, experimenting with marijuana could like make it come out even more. Whenever Dirty Chad was having his breakdown, Mm -hmm. whenever he was having his cocaine overdose. Yeah. I was. That was overdose, not a breakdown. Well, right. (laughs) It ultimately it turned into a breakdown. But whenever he was telling me he couldn't sleep he couldn't sleep he couldn't sleep it's been days days three days whatever he's on day three and i was like do you need benadryl do you need nyquil do you need what like what and i was like do you need to like smoke something like smoke some weed to calm down Mm -hmm. because he couldn't calm down he was just talking 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 couldn't calm down so he smoked within 20 minutes is whenever it like from him smoking, it triggered him to start hallucinating. He probably did something before. No. Right? He was he was needing more Coke. Uh-huh. I did not know that. Oh, okay. I was just thinking it was because cause what he had told me was that he, he had these blood pressure pills that he had been cut off from, and that was what he was using to sleep. And it, he was overtaking these uh-huh. blood pressure pills. Clonidine? Yeah, yeah, or clonopin or clon- yeah, maybe that's. Uh-huh. But he was he'd been cut off from those pills, so that's why he couldn't sleep. Is what I thought. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, like Benadryl, Nyquil, like you can, I can even help you sleep. Like just yeah. it'll make you sleepy. Couldn't nothing worked, nothing worked. I was like, well, smoke maybe that'll calm you down and get you to relax. But that's what triggered it and made him start hallucinating. I have a video of it. And mm. so it's, he started hallucinating. That's when he thought I was writing an article about him. And that's when he thought I was driving the Jeep with him in it to the hospital. And that's when he thought that Jax and Parker were attacking him. And that's when he thought all these crate and he couldn't eat his food. He was like flailing food everywhere. He thought he thought his son was <laughs> like where's his son what's happening and he threw his face in the pillow and his nose starts bleeding and he like this whole big freak out which was just 20 minutes after it so obviously he was needing the like the coke fix thing. of the coke uh-huh. but whenever he had the smoke the weed it it must have just like made it go in this weird direction i don't know what the chemical situation yeah. was but that is what makes me think about that yeah yeah and I, I don't know what podcast i was listening to and they were saying you know you never want to blame marijuana because people are like it's marijuana it's natural it's, right but, but you don't know the chemical right. in, yeah. in people's brains and what it, it can do it, i it is what triggered this situation it made it from bad to worse, worse. but i don't know if it's just because you need a fix of i don't know you need a fix of something who know, who is a person like what um what profession deals with that it's not a psychologist it's not a, necessarily a doctor but i mean is it like a i don't a psychiatrist that Maybe. chemical just can know about chemical imbalances or like not i don't know i don't know but i know that that's what made him go from weird to extra weird let me call 911 and get the but think of like how that could have escalated oh yeah hallucination yes we got into the jeep i tried to drive him to the hospital and then he started like holding this the the passenger side of the jeep and was like going back and forth trying to grab the steering wheel and i was like oh shit like this is real bad 
Uh-huh. And I was like, we can't, I'm not, I, I, I didn't even back out of the garage. Like it, it was so intense. And you had to call, that's when you had to call the ambulance, right? Yeah. Oh, we had officers, <laughs> ambulance, fire truck, everything. Ooh, he could have ate you up. Yeah. I was never touched though. So. Wow. I know. <clears throat> nope. He didn't eat my face. Well, could have led to that. A little bit more dirty chat comes out in each story. Each story. So, well, it turns out that Austin actually had a family history of mental illness, that he had an uncle on each side. Dirty chat, same. And um, when he, like, got out of the coma and, like, recovered, he went through a psych evaluation because why would you not put a a kid who did this through a psych evaluation and his first evaluation he was diagnosed with bipolar type 1 disorder okay i should have probably got the definition for you guys but i suck um oh, i can look it and up, then right? the other lawyer was um was or is it the prosecution yeah was like i don't believe it i don't believe it it's drugs it's drugs it's drugs and they, they did another psych evaluation and same thing from another psychiatrist. So the charges he would be fa- he was going to be facing was one count of cannibalism, two counts of first degree murder, two counts of second degree murder with a weapon and attempted first degree murder for the neighbor, resisting an officer with violence and burglary of a dwelling. That's death penalty or the minimum like life in prison, multiple life sentences. He's in he was put in jail once he was better, but in the mental like ward part of the prison. Mm -hmm. And he is being treated for schizophrenia. Really? The doctor. One of the and their uh, psychiatrist declared him legally insane (gasps) at the time of the murders. Because he does not even remember it. They have still not had a trial. And I looked it up. And in June 2022, there was the the most recent story about it. Um, A trial has finally been set because they had to like do all these evaluations. And they have to be done a year apart. So he's just sitting in jail. And then it was... um, pushing back the trials and getting the evidence and then it was COVID and all these things. So it happened in 2016. He's just now going to get a trial November 28th of 2022. And it's a non-jury trial. Damn it. Sorry, Sally. I just knew. Sally? Sally's my friend that was down there. (laughs) Wait, uh, well, I guess because, I mean, he's already obviously guilty, right? Yeah, I guess you don't need anybody to really weigh in on anything. I just got a message from my psychologist. Okay. Bipolar 1 is with manic episodes and bipolar 2 is with hypomanic episodes. Well, 1 is more likely more severe. Mm. Um, bipolar one while many people spend most of their time in depression they also experience at least one manic episode some people might also experience hypomania notice an elevated mood and they don't always impact daily functioning did 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 it all (sighs) 
Okay, so... Thanks, Casey. Trial's coming up. Thank you, Casey. Should have been here. Trial's coming up, and... But since all of this, I did read one thing, and the, they got the text messages from his phone. Mm-hmm. It turns out he had a friend that was might have been like a drug dealer type friend, and that he kept in some of his YouTube videos, he talked about mushrooms and doing shrooms. In no. one of the videos, he said he wanted to, he wished he could do shrooms and go beat up somebody. Yeah, but you know what? And he I was, think mushrooms are kind of good for you. It's a psychedelic. Maybe. No, yeah. I think they make your mind clear. Oh, because you tried them. <laughs> well, let me tell you. I know two mushroom stories. Okay. One guy I went to high school with, he did them. And this didn't trigger this memory until I did this story. And he got on Highway 6 and stood in the middle of the road. And he got ran over by a Cadillac. And like, then I was like... I feel like that was not mushrooms. It was shrooms. And then he, and then I was like, ones. did he think he had a force field like this guy did <laughs> to make like the cars would go around him? Yeah. So that's one. And then one of my coworkers this summer had a... one of Somebody in their neighborhood was on shrooms. And she... The husband's a cop. He's laying on the couch. Some random lady hops over their f- privacy fence, runs and yells, falls into their pool, and then squeezes through their doggy door into the living room going fucking crazy. I mean, I could squeeze into the dog. Door. Runs. Runs. I tried. I had to before because I was locked myself out of the house. But would you do it at a stranger's no, house? No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Runs no, out no. there, runs into somebody else's house down the road who's okay. also a cop. From mushrooms? Flipping out and then runs into a local daycare. I feel like flipping out in the daycare had a little fentanyl in them. I don't know. <laughs> mushrooms. But in her head, somebody was after her and she was... Oh. She was running from, like, she was running for She's safety. Running for her life. She had got in the cop car, <laughs> trying to take off in it. She finally, like, she got arrested. Like, she was like, "Arrest me! Arrest me! Help me!" Probably, right? She was like, "I'm in danger." Yeah. <laughs> so she wanted to probably be arrested. <laughs> Why did she leave the house when she went to the dog flap? She thought they got through the dog flap as well. Mm, it's unfortunate. <laughs> she went. Listen, to- mental illness is real. And drugs I are feel like don't it's not never do drugs. I'm going to test some. I'm going to maybe test rooms on Labor Day weekend. I'll test them out just to let you all know. Is that <laughs> is that coming up? Is Labor Day weekend coming up or is it Memorial Day? Yes, West Fest. You can do it at West Fest. <gasps> oh, I, I'll do it at West Fest just for y'all. <laughs> I'm going to do. You know what? I'm going to do it for the podcast. I'm I'm joking all, but I'm but if it happens, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> so. Caroline's saying it's all mental illness and to do drugs. I'm saying don't do no damn drugs at all, at all, at all. So, but the crazy part is, is the talk screen that the cops did or that the hospital did, does it detect mushrooms? 
So he could have been on mushrooms and gone through a psychedelic trip, especially if he already has a chemical imbalance, is about to be schizophrenic the next day, and you take mushrooms. Could that okay, have caused so all this? He, how is he acting in jail? Is he, he trying to eat people? And he's like, me, no, he's medicated. He's being treated for schizophrenia, so he's oh. on a lot of pills. Okay, tell Oh, but they, he's not sentenced because they have to... They haven't even had a trial. Yeah, they had to declare him um, legally insane, um, ready, competent to stand trial. Oh, so like this Valo. whole time he has been like, I guess, incompetent to stand trial. And he's in Florida. And then jail? it was Florida. Yeah, and then it was COVID and everything. Okay, so, so he's in I, Florida. He's listen, in Jupiter. I might write him a letter because he's real cute. I think he he's is fat cute. Now, so yeah, he did gain weight, and they were mm-hmm. like, a cannibal should not gain weight when they're in. In jail, why doesn't look good? Um, because you're a cannibal. Are you eating other jail mates? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> um, he is eating other. Oh, that's probably right. Okay, but John and Michelle Stevens, her last name was Michonne. Their family, like, just to not forget about them, they were on their way that weekend to go meet their grandbaby that was just born. They never got to meet oh. their grandbaby. They were close to retirement, and they're going to live their best life in their garage in the hall. And they it they just happened upon or this guy Austin just happened so upon random. him. It will make you second guess leaving your garage door open. I was like, I left it open two nights ago. I accident. all the time. Maybe just don't have the light on. It was the light that brought Austin in. Um, parents are asking for their son's release. Oh, no, we don't need to release him. Mm-mm. No, 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 nope. no, no, no. You can go. No, no, keep him in a safe safe house. Keep him in behind the bars. Yeah. He probably could come to the studio because there's bars on the window. But that's all. That's it. We could interview him. <laughs> I'll probably write him a letter. Uh, I wish I, I don't blame the parents because their interviews are genuine. It's sad. <sighs> but you could not keep them him from drinking canola oil. He, he does not need to be out. Oil and mozzarella cheese. cheese. <laughs> as as I did hear two things. You see the grated cheese. Alfredo. <laughs> so come on, really, parents. Now, I mean, it's actually very unfortunate for the people because the people who were murdered. Because it's like the the family. It's like you can't be. If it was like um, a serial killer, like a horrible, like a you can be angry. Yeah. Rape, you can be angry, but it's like. It's like you can't be angry at this kid. But they are because they think it's drugs. They think that he was on shrooms and that he. They need to listen to the podcast. And that he um, abused drugs and that's why he did this and that's why he should be punished. So that is the hard part is the family is very much well, mad. I I mean, I, I could be mad. I get it. I get it being mad, but it's like. I don't know how it feels. I know. It's I like you anger. Can't. You want to get out, but yeah, ugh, I don't know. It's but so he sad. doesn't need to be. He needs to be in. He does. Stay. It's in like the, Andrew Yates. He, he needs, needs to be in a home. Yeah, or like a monitored at all times. Yeah. Go and watch his videos. Go and listen to some of his. There's some recorded conversations with his parents. Um, his parents are like recording conversations and putting them out there, telephone conversations, and saying, "I just got a normal kid. Let him out." But he, there's nothing normal about him. I know. I just don't know. Nothing. How this is just drugs. It's just like crazy. It's sad. 
Sad, sad, sad. So there's the college well, cannibal. that was a great story. I knew I had heard it before, and I finally figured it out, and that was so great. I love. I loved that story. Well, you know, how we do. Love it. It was great. It was great. Good stuff. Mm. And it, it, always, it always gets me when it's a college boy. Y'all mark your calendars for September 23rd. <gasps> Take this episode or last week's episode or any episodes and share it with the couple friends. Don't forget to go on and rate, review, and subscribe because we love reading those. And is there anything else? Nope. That's it. We're done. We are done. Don't forget to stay aware. Stay alive. And always be DTF. Bye, y'all. Bye. Shut the door. Shut the door. Shut the garage door. Shut the garage door. This has been a Rogue Media Podcast. For the ones who get it done. The most important part is the one you need now, and the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, because we have professional grade supplies for every industry, even hard to find products. And we have same day pickup and next day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.